Emotional intelligence approach to communication. I did say that I'm going to share a series of um, uh, reels uh, around um, communication. And I also wanted to share a video about this. So um, I'm going to get into this. Happy New Year. Uh, when we are learning communication, I think it's important that we learn emotional intelligence or apply emotional intelligence. And the first thing that... Um, matters is self-awareness to be aware of our emotional states and how they inter affect our behaviors and obviously the words that we speak or the way we communicate so each morning be aware of the side of the bed you woke up on and the important thing you want to do is to be intentional when you start inner work and you need to do self-care practice self-care each morning and self-care can improve your emotional baseline number two be aware and of what and who triggers you so when you get into interactions maybe you are going to a meeting with someone who already triggers you it's important that you self-parent like a parent who's sending a child into a place um, where which triggers them or even just a, a another place you hug your inner child and you speak your kindly to yourself and you self-soothe and you prepare yourself for the encounter and number three plan for major situations as i'm saying by setting an intention for your day for the situation and by self-parenting and by segment intending how do you get into this segment and how do you want to feel Plan that so that your mindset is not negatively affected before the encounter. And number four, detach and avoid taking your stories into interactions. These marry each other, all of these. But I'm trying to clarify them um, singly because what happens is when you step back and someone is saying something, if you step back, and avoid taking an old story into that interaction. You can have a new conversation about what's going on right now instead of what happened before. And number five, this can also come from actively listen, listening. Listen to understand rather than listening to respond because we tend to listen to respond instead of listening to understand and number six reflect at the end of each day we make mistakes we do things that we probably uh, feel we might not um, we shouldn't have done or we need not have done but we are human and the idea is to reflect and look into new ways of doing new ways of being so I'm going to clarify this, um, these points one by one, these six points. I think I did six and, and I said five. So when we wake up in the morning, we all wake up in different modes or moods. And it's because of probably something happening in our bodies, something happening in our lives or something that happened yesterday. So rather than take all that baggage into the day, it is helpful to recalibrate by practicing self-care things like meditate practices like meditation gratitude self-hugs affirmations exercise setting intention things that can help us to ground 
to be here now. And it doesn't mean to say all of those problems that we have will go away, but we can minimize taking them into our day because we are appreciating this day in its newness. And when we do that, it can be easier for us to be present in situations and also to experience this day fully as it is because it's a new day. Otherwise, if we don't experience it and enjoy it, we are going to miss out. Each day or time we miss out in life, we are missing out in life because we don't know how much of this life we have and every moment matters. So self-care can help improve your, um, your, your emotional baseline. And this is when you practice it on a daily basis consistently. It's helpful for you because you begin to change how you look at life from the inside out. And number two, being aware of what and who triggers you can help you when you get into interactions with people, when you get into situations where you need to socialize. You know a certain thing triggers you. And the idea here, this is a real for another day, is not to avoid things that trigger you all the time. There are times when we need to avoid if we know that something constantly triggers us. But there are also times when we need to learn to face those situations and manage them. We have people who triggered us constantly. And if those people are unavoidable in our lives, we need to learn to live with them. And the idea here is to avoid looking at those people as the problem. We need to look from the inside out. I feel triggered by this situation and be curious. What can you learn or change from being triggered by this person and situation? Sometimes if you work from the inside out and regulate and parent yourself, you will realize that it's not mostly those people. It's mostly you bringing your own stories into interactions, your old stories, your past stories into interactions, which is one of the points here. And the other part, number three, the for major situations or any interaction, when you start to live consciously, you start to get into situations with planning. It doesn't matter whether you are meeting friends. You parent yourself and regulate yourself before you go out there because you don't know what someone is going to say. So prepare by sitting with your inner child, just like you are sending your child to, uh, to a friend's house. I love you so much. I hope you have a good time. Be good. Do this, you know, and, and then you, you really regulate yourself and manage yourself and soothe yourself and inform yourself that you can face anything. And if anything happens, you can detach and manage yourself or you can maintain your boundaries. That is important. So you set intention in the morning, especially, and plan your day. And then you also segment intend in different segments or situations and you self-parent that is helpful for you in any situations and especially in major situations in meetings 
in uh, dates with partners, um, with other people or important matters. Parenting, that can be really helpful. Number four, it is helpful that you learn to detach. Um, detachment can be pre-triggers. You know you are entering a triggering situation. Be ready with your mindfulness. Step back and be more of an observer. You are triggered. Something has been said or done. Step back. Be more of an observer. Be curious about the story that you are telling yourself about this situation, about what has happened. And again, go back to three, parent yourself and regulate yourself. And it's important that you understand your stories, which is again uh, part of one, being aware of your emotional currents and being aware of the side of the bed that you walk up in. Because what happens is if you have, you walk up in a bad mood and then you get into an interaction with someone probably who has triggered you before, you probably will enhance the story that happened before and then you do you will fail to listen to what's being said right now and start hearing that story from the past and that will affect the conversation that will affect what you might say that you affect what you might hear so it is helpful that you learn detachment and keep Manage your stories, manage your stories when you get into interactions because they are your stories. It doesn't matter what has happened with this person. It doesn't matter the history. Like, for example, we are at work. Someone, maybe you don't like them because they have done something before. Remember, it's the behavior, not the person that we don't like. And the person is not consistently like that. If you spend a day with them, you might find five good things about them. You might find five positive things that they will do. So separate the story from the present situation, no matter what the history, and start a new conversation. Even when you had a problem with someone yesterday, when you see them today, see them as a new person in new light and start a new conversation we are not saying ignore what happened yesterday if it needs to be addressed it needs to be addressed but after you have addressed the story that you are bringing into that situation and if you reframe you might find out that it's probably not much of a story but the story that you brought into it yourself so that is key and then number five listen actively as i said we tend to listen to respond when people are speaking and then we bring our stories our own issues our own um you know problems that this person has created in our life instead of probably hearing what's being said sometimes I have come across people like we are having a conversation or even online. You write something. If someone comes and writes a comment that's contradicting you 
um, I mean, they are disagreeing with you or they are saying they don't agree, but they are saying exactly the same thing that you have said, but in different words. And this is what we do sometimes when we don't listen actively because we want to respond. Whereas if we pay attention and look into the root of what's being said, we might find out actually we might be saying the same thing. Or even if it's not the same thing, listen and understand what's being said and acknowledge it that someone is saying something. And then if you've got something that you want to say about it, against it, do so by all means. But first of all, acknowledge what has been said. Because someone is communicating and they might be wholeheartedly communicating. So it's all helpful for all of us to understand what's being said rather than rush to respond. And this can help our relationships a lot. And the last one, number six, the last point is reflection. As I said, we all make mistakes. We are all human. We go through the day and we do so much, say so much in our encounters. And sometimes you are thinking, oh, why did I say that? Why did I do that? And it's okay. The important thing is you are questioning yourself or you are reflecting. It's not the mistake that you have made. Because if you don't make a mistake, I think it's going to be very difficult uh, for us to think that you are human like all of us. We all make mistakes, but when we are growing, the idea is to step back and look back either after the interaction or later on during the day or at some point to think, hmm, well, I probably need to change the way I'm showing up here. And that is important. That is key. That is major because that is how we take those steps now to step one, to say, I need to realize uh, the side of bed I woke up in. I wake up in on every day because I think what I did there is probably because I was tired. I didn't sleep very well last night. It's probably because I hadn't eaten. It's probably because of this situation happening in my life right now. So maybe I need to regulate myself and manage my stories. Because all those things, I call them pre-triggers. All those pre-triggers will come with a story that you bring into interactions, which will damage conversations and damage your relationships. So it is important that we become self-aware and look into amongst other components or parts of self-awareness, the bits that I've just shared with you, just to understand ourselves a little bit. Because again, I like to talk about self-connecting because a lot of us have focused on other people most of our lives because that's how we're brought up. It's all about others. What are they doing? They are offending me. They are saying things that I don't like. Them, them, them. But um, if we step back and look at ourselves and assess ourselves a little bit, we'll be much happier because everything that happens, we take responsibility for how we feel. Not what has happened, but for how we feel. And we don't live conditionally to say, 
well, people need to behave for me to be peaceful. People need to do this for me to be happy. We live happily whether people are behaving or they are not. We communicate with people from a place of love, from a place of empathy, from a place of respect, whether they are behaving or they are not. I'm hoping this is helpful. I'm going to be running this series this whole month, uh, probably or until I finish the 10, um, to 10 parts that I want to share with you. And anything that I think of, I'll probably do a live, but I'll mostly be doing the, um, the reels uh, because I'm finding the reels a bit easier to do at the moment. And I hope you start looking this year into communication. And, and this is one thing for me that I realized I need also to work on. I will share with you as we go some of the tendencies that I've had over time. My main issue, my, my main issue amongst others um, was um, avoiding people, avoiding people. If anyone, you know, I had a problem with someone, I would just shut them out. But I realized that in order for me to grow, I had to keep everyone there, whether I'm too close to them or, you know, maybe at a bit of a distance, the boundaries. But I need to learn to communicate with those people at work. I need to communicate with them at home. I need to communicate with them on the streets because we encounter all sorts of people on the streets. We can't avoid them. So we need to learn to relate to anyone, with anyone, anywhere. Not that we need to keep them close to us or at home. No, not necessarily. But we need to learn to manage ourselves around any situations as long as we are keeping ourselves safe. I hope that's helpful. And I hope you continue to work on the quality of your life uh, before and during your relationships. See you soon. Thank you so much for watching, Sean. And I hope you are well. See you soon. Bye.